I'm Steve. I'm Kelly. And this is 90 Day Fiancé Coupled with Chaos. 90 Day Fiancé, Happily Ever After, Season 6, Episode 3. I probably didn't sound, I try to sound excited when I get started. Like revved up, ready to go. It's like I've had a Red Bull or, or something. Yeah, it's it's kind of fake. But Never okay. had a Red Bull, but if I did, your daughter's had more than that for all. Oh, of that's us. probably good. That would get me going. Yeah. Caffeine, straight caffeine, just doesn't do it for me. That's forgiving, supercharged. On forgiving is not forgetting. Is this episode? I think when you talk about forgiveness, we kind of hoped it was maybe Charlie and Andre, but no. you don't think so. No. So you think it is forgiving? Swaylu and Kalani and Kalini. Mm. So is it a Swaylu that's forgetting, forgiving, but not no. forgetting? No, it's them. Because well, the whole episode they spend not forgiving, giving him looks. Yeah, they're not. They're not forgiving him though, at all. Well, sure. They're like, okay. Well, it's great if you've turned over. If you've turned over a yeah, new leaf, you have being the operative right, word. They have not. They're not forgetting anything. Right. Well, Charlie himself. Charlie gives two thirds of an apology. <laughs> That's what he gives. I make it like, and Andre was mad about that. You could tell. Well, sure, because he specifically excluded apologizing to him, which was the whole point. I thought I kind of felt like me. Watching Romper Room as a kid, as that lady has got the little spyglass, and she says, you know, I see Susie, and I see Bobby. I was waiting for her to say Steve, but she never said Steve. So I think this is what Andre was like. I see, I forgive Libby. I, I want Libby to forgive me. I apologize to Libby. I apologize to Ellie. Uh, and Andre's there. Uh, what about me? And never gets called. Right. Never. I love my favorite part of this, and they used to do it all the time with Andre, is they would always cut to Andre in the house building something, assembling some piece of furniture. So they got no more room, so they went outside. He got to put together this cheap little playhouse. Did you see that? Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, the walls were sideways. He's trying to figure it out. You know how many of those he, I've put together? He's a master builder is what he is. That's what they want you to. Well, Andre's a handy guy. He And he's got more skills than than Charlie. And he's smarter than Charlie. Outside was a mess. That scene with them outside was a train wreck. Now, it probably I, looked good. I right? have to say that I didn't notice anything except Libby's yeah. eyeshadow. So while you're looking at her eyeshadow... I couldn't and even tell you what they were talking about because I, I was just staring at her blobs of dark I eyeshadow. I can't talk unblended. about it because I've never done that. Right? I immediately said something to you, didn't I? You did. You said something's wrong with her eye. It would have been her right eye, correct? Correct. So do you have to have your eye closed? Do you have your eye closed when you put in eyeshadow? Uh, yeah. One of them? Do you hold one shut? Yeah, you hold it and put your eyeshadow on. But you're looking through the other eye. Right. Maybe she's blind in her left eye. Well, you notice that she, she lifts her right eyebrow up so much higher when she's talking than the other one. 
So you think she put her so eyeshadow on? I think she was going, hmm, how does this look with it sky high when mm. she smeared that on because it ah. was pointed and up higher on that side <laughs> than on the other one, and there was zero blending happening. I don't think I would have noticed it if you hadn't pointed it out. How would that be possible? Because I was too busy looking at the flag behind that right eye. There was two flags on the back of that chair. One flag was in order. The other flag, like the chair sat out in the sun. Half in the sun, half not. It was tore up, a bleached white from the sun, and just a hot mess. Maybe it was just everything on on her right side was a mess. Wow. What a mess. <laughs> and he's putting together that thing, and I'm watching him, and I feel bad. They should never film anybody putting something like that together. I've put together so many I of get it, things. but I wouldn't want to be filmed doing it. Because, it, again, he put the wall up sideways. He couldn't attach it because it wouldn't attach. I couldn't help but notice where they were driving. Yes. That's like a Mercedes. Yes, that was a Mercedes SUV. What the heck? Something new. I think used to just look at Carvana. Like the 20, a 2021 vehicle, what that is, with 1,900 miles on it was $45,000. Wow. I'm going to have to say that was a gift from Daddy. Or it could have been... I don't know. I don't know. They got 90-day money coming in. Not that much. I don't think they're rolling in the... Unless Becky's giving them a loan from her OnlyFans. But judging by her opinion, her opinion of of Andre on the preview being in in the house with Charlie and Chuck, I'm thinking Becky's not... Um, she needs some cash. She was not happy when he was around. So they sit down. Immediately, as soon as Charlie comes in, Andre's on him. Well, we've been sitting here waiting for you. Like, oh, this is going to start out well. Right. Hmm. Charlie strikes me as late guy, right? As as being late? Yeah, just late. Oh, sure. Yeah, he's just, you're going to wait for me. I'm going to make an entrance. I'm too busy and important. Right. That's him. Andre calls him out. Charlie says that uh, he did get a little rowdy, he admitted. He got a little rowdy at little the reception. Rowdy. That's I all. Didn't, I didn't ruin your reception. Yeah. <laughs> Only because Andre's parents don't speak English, thankfully. Right. He said, well, and he wasn't even sorry that he said what he said. Right. He, he said he was expressing his opinion. Yeah. And his feelings. That he was being honest. Maybe. Maybe it was the wrong thing at the wrong time. Maybe that wasn't the right time. But what did he what did he really say to Andre? I don't apologize to you. No, no, I'm even talking about at the reception. What was what was the bad thing that he said? Don't don't come to America. And and ask my dad for money. Right. I think Charlie's a little smarter than we give him credit for. Because that's exactly what that's he did. That's ex- exactly what he did. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, I don't think he was asking for it. Uh, do you think his intention, Andre's intention, is to? It was to pay the money back, yeah, right? Yeah, it was to borrow it, right? But he he basically said from the beginning of the show that uh, he views him as an ATM machine. Mm-hmm. I do think Andre. Remember, views, he said that when they were playing the wedding. Yeah, I think they do. He does view Chuck as an ATM machine. Ching. I, I think ching. that's right. Charlie. Think of all the times he sent. Libby to make a withdrawal from Daddy. Right. Yeah. 
And Whether it was rent or a house or... Go ask your dad. Whatever. Or a trip to Moldova or a wedding. Or something for the kids. That whole wedding. That whole wedding he paid for. Right. Hmm. Although I have to say that, that uh, he didn't... Charlie or Chuck didn't seem too unhappy about how the money was spent on the wedding. He seemed to really enjoy that party. <laughs> yes, he was enjoying himself. I don't think he gets out too much. Like, like, I think he was impressed. I don't think he had any complaints about how the money was spent at all, whereas Charlie was very critical. Right. Charlie only apologizes to Libby and Ellie. I'm sorry for that. Andre said, what about me? What about me? But then Andre did say a nice thing. He said, look, you made Libby cry. After all that, he finally found an in, a way to get at, at Charlie saying, you made Libby cry again. And so I think that's that, not acceptable. And I think Charlie realized that that's a problem. You know, uh-huh. I don't think that, um, yeah, Andre's just never going to get past it. Right. Charlie threw a bunch of stuff. You're, you're a criminal. You try to fight me. But for me, Andre did apologize for that on, right. On the show, in front of both of them. He said he drank too much. I'm sorry. Let me prove it to you. And it seemed to go, I guess, all right for him. The rest of the time, he behaved himself. Right. He did. And so he kind of wants the same thing from Charlie, but he's just not going to get it. He did call Charlie out for treating his wife badly. I thought the funny thing was, is that, um, that Andre thinks he's working with Chuck only. Right. And Charlie said that's not happening. And it's not what we heard either. Right. He told, Chuck told Charlie, you're going to have to show him the ropes. Right. It was about then that I kind of realized, and they had that preview scene at the end, that I now know what Charlie does for a living. Charlie is a construction project manager, is what he is. Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? No, it has to be. That's it. Right? He manages the subs, all that sort of stuff. He handles the finances. So when a house goes down, they figure out what they're going to do. And and so that's what he is. He is you. Yes, that's exactly what he is. So then I started thinking about Charlie all differently. I started looking at him differently. And he'd be a typical construction project manager, I think. That's not really what Andre is. So I don't know how that's going to work out. You know? hmm. I do think, though, that Charlie can be outworked. I'm not so convinced that um, Andre's going to be better at the job than Charlie is. Yeah. I was probably before, till I really saw the scene where the three of them, Chuck, Charlie, and Andre, are in the house. And, and Chuck's kind of telling them, hey, we're looking at this house, seeing how we're going to flip it, what we're going to do, things we could do to it. And that was kind of where I could see Charlie and Chuck had had a some kind of decent working relationship, and Andre would have be clueless as to the cheap things you could do to a house in order to turn it over quickly, mm-hmm. because he's never done it. Right. That's why he needs them to show him what it's all about. Yep. Because mm. it's just like Chuck said, and everybody else on the planet who was watching. He got his license, but that doesn't mean he knows what he's doing. Right. 
just because you read the book doesn't mean you right. can do the work. You still got to know people. You got to have practical experience and understand the inner workings. You're going to need Chuck and Charlie subcontractors, all that sort of stuff. Right. So they're in there, and Becky rolls in mad. Becky's pissed. What's he doing here making my money, make, taking money? He is taking money from me. Yeah. She was probably late. She was doing taking pictures of her butthole or something like that to show everybody. What? Yeah. That's what happens. Oh. Welcome to OnlyFans. Oh, no. In Becky's world. Not good. Speaking of speaking of buttholes, we got introduced to Tiffany's mom. Yes. She's a pleasant lady, oh, right? Very much like Tiffany. Yeah. I think if you thought Tiffany was judgmental. Judgy. If you thought she was, well, she's not white, but I don't know what she, what is Tiffany? She, I think she's part Mexican. Yeah, I said. think so. Um, I think I would said, assume. I think she said Italian and Mexican. That maybe, yeah. Her mom looks one hundred percent judgy white lady, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's we can recognize that. We <laughs> from know, looking we in see, the mirror. We see that coming. <laughs> Who's more dam? Who do you think is more damaging to the marriage? Is it Tiffany or Kalini? Well, Tiffany's in the marriage, so that's different. No, not Tiff- Tiffany's mom. I meant Tiffany's mom oh. or Kalini. Uh, probably Kalini because Kalani puts so much trust and faith mm. in everything Kalini has to say. Right. Over and above whatever opinion she may she have would. on her own. Well, you're probably right. Tiffany used the ticket money. I I think you thought last week that Tiffany had taken the ticket money and she wasn't actually, she didn't actually spend it. We had talked about that we thought that she didn't really give the tickets back. Yeah, I didn't think she actually canceled it. Looks like she did. Wow. Look, And she used the money for a security deposit and rent on an apartment. That's all in. Ronald gets on her for... Um, Spending money on furniture and stuff for the apartment. I think that gets that's what the preview's about, and that's ugly. She, Tiffany, it's more the same thing. Tiffany says, I spend too much time taking care of Ronald. Ronald just gets to sit around. <laughs> Mom doubles down, says, There's nothing special. There's nothing special about Ronald. Tiffany says, Well, you love who you love. You can't control that. Mom said, baloney. You can. Hmm. Mom, I don't know. She probably triples down. I don't think she's better with him than without him. You are happy with the with the Daniel-Ronald relationship, and I think you don't see that Tiffany's mom sees that, do you? Right, because, I mean, if, if I were Tiffany and I had a kid by someone who, as a father, was completely uninvolved, basically abandoned my child. And that's what she says. And that child is at an age where he is hungry for for a father's involvement. Mm-hmm. He needs it. He's, he's desperate to have it. Sad, even. He's sad. Right. And here comes Ronald, and from day one, basically adopted him. You're my boy. He calls him my boy. Right. Talks to him every day. 
it probably as much as he talks to Tiffany. Mm-hmm. The kid's excited when he sees him, when they were together in South Africa. They did everything together. Seems like a fun guy. Yeah. Unless he's dealing with Tiffany. He was great with him. Mm. And you could see the change in the boy while he was there. Daniel. Yes. You could see it. He was happy. Mm. He loves Ronald. Ronald loves Daniel. That is worth a lot. Mm. It makes it tough that Tiffany made this difficult decision. Whether or not you choose who you fall in love with. We've talked all the time about you still, all those decisions you make still have some, I guess, some some choices that you make. And that she chose, that she chose this, and she chose Ronald, knowing how difficult this would be, is a bit right. of a challenge. And, and I mean, she, not only that, not only did she choose him and fall in love with him, but they had a kid together. I mean... Yeah, that's part two of this, I guess. That's a step further. You did... You're you, already all in. You used the Brandon method. Right. For this, and that's probably not good. The preview of this <laughs> not is... The preview to this is just another wicked Ronald and, and Tiffany fight. The preview says, how are you a man? This is what Tiffany says to Ronald. Uh, how are you a man who does nothing? A man who does nothing. That That's a charge statement. But expects, and, and but expect, and you still expect more from me. He's not in a position to do anything. Right, and maybe he could. Maybe there are things he could do. I mean, he's in a tough situation. But obviously, I mean, with them being apart and the the change of currency being pointless. Yeah, they got to work this out, though. Then I mean, they they should. She's the one who came back right. after they agreed to move there. So they have to be at a point of agreement where he's just supporting himself and she's just supporting right. herself until and the kids because she has access to way more money than he does until they come together. Right. I mean, she's the one who put them in this position. Right. I mean, Ronald did his part. Well, by I mean by but coming he, back. He'd already done that before him. they got married. His she, issue. She knew coming back meant that he yes. wasn't. Right. That and so you accepted then that that's the situation. She came back. I think she came back knowing she was going to get a divorce. That was already on her sure. plan. That was her plan. She just didn't say it. I think so, too. Brandon and Julia. Non-story. This is all angst about a Visa green card interview that everybody has to go through. I don't know. What's he, there's, I don't even know if there's anything to talk about. Their favorite colors, their, the day they were married. I mean, I guess you'd be nervous, but really, is there any doubt that these two are a couple? No. I think they make some drama about the paperwork not being right, but it, it even seems like they were there the first day after the, like the office opened, and they're the first ones in. Some paperwork changed, and... They made some drama about it. Yeah, they did. Yeah. It's like, whatever. I don't even know it's a story. Overblown. Yeah, it's happening. They're going to... This is going to happen. There's no doubt about it. Unless Brandon completely screws up the paperwork. (laughs) The preview is just her jealous of the friends. Let's get to that. Let's get to her being jealous about Brandon having a female friend. Yeah, that's And move on. I think your favorite scene, the one I saw you kind of get on edge about... Was when Gwen showed up. 
to visit Yara oh, on day four. Oh my gosh. Well, I guess to prep this even more, I felt it, the whole show, I think, starts out with Jovi in the grocery store. In, in some Spanish grocery store on top of that. Everything in the store was... You've been in places like that here, right? Sure. Mexican, Absolutely. just completely. In Texas, yeah. And it looks like he's in some neighborhood store that he must have walked to. It must be within walking distance. And so he's buying stuff. You notice what he bought? Did you happen to look at what he was throwing in the cart? Uh, he got a case of beer. <laughs> well, yes. Well, that's a given. And he got... I was still hung up on the fact that he got the wrong size Here diapers was the order. and knew it. This is I kind of jotted it down. Oh, Ram- he got ramen noodles. <laughs> yes, he did. Ramen noodles. Doritos, beer, diapers. That is a dude going shopping for his new newborn. That's what he gets. And and poor Yara, you know, the first thing she said when he walked in was, you didn't get anything that I would eat. I'm right. the one who can't go out. Right. She didn't like, well, you know what? Ramen noodles and, and um, Doritos, that is just, we were talking about that today. That's just flat, straight MSG. Yep. Such healthy food to nourish your child that you're nursing. <laughs> so, what should Jovi have? What if this is the scenario that we're in? You send me to the store, which is almost always a mistake. How do you, when you send me to the store for something, what do you normally send me? If I hadn't been there before to get the same thing, what do you do for me? I either send you a link to what aisle it's on, or I send you a photograph of the item. Yes. Right. So Take you know what the, the package looks exactly like. Exactly this. I'll wander around a store till I find it. They could, If they change the packaging or it's different, I'm lost and I'll call you. Right. He's more independent, but he shows up with the wrong stuff. That's a mistake. You had a solution to the diaper problem. He'll yeah. fit in it, don't I said, you? sure, yeah. If he thinks a size one will work for a newborn, then Yara has to go out for the day. You put those size one diapers on, Jovi, and have fun cleaning up that blowout of mustard-like newborn diarrhea. Like over-nurse him. Just feed him, feed her just a bit more than she would normally have. Yeah. And then watch what happens. it all ooze out every side. (laughs) They did. Make sure he's the one holding her. Yeah. Mom comes in. That's not so cool. That was really messed up. That made me so mad inside. Every time she opened her mouth, I wanted to slap her. You didn't have this experience with a mother or a mother-in-law. That wasn't so bad. I think you had the experience with the nurses. That yes. was your issue. Well, that but was it's the same. I didn't have family mm. when I had my babies. None of them. Uh, my sister came for three days with the first one, and that was it. I, otherwise, I had no family around for any of them um, from either side. But... Um, The nurses, yes, were like that. And it is so upsetting. You do not tell a new mother how to do everything. They feel inept already. Right. You don't go around correcting them or they'll never have confidence and they will hate you. (laughs) Right. And you will make them a nervous wreck. You just don't do it. Gwen's response was, well, it's good. It's a good thing I came to visit. You needed me to show up. Oh, I, I would have sent her packing right then. She didn't stay long. I don't know how long the clip was, but she got out of there quickly. It was amazing how restrained Yara was. She's done that over and over again. 
I was impressed. Right. She said, I want her help, but not her telling me what to do. Right. And there's a line there. There I is. I get it. And it was the way she did it. She could have, you know, shared her own wisdom and experience with her without making it like she was correcting her. You're wrong. You're doing everything wrong. I would have said, these are the things I did with Jovi, and look at how he turned out. <laughs> you probably don't want him, your daughter to be like him, do you? <laughs> I think mom, as a mother or a nurse or anybody, I think it would be Yara isn't showing the signs of needing somebody to be hovered over. Right. And she had talked to the pediatrician and she shared what the pediatrician told her. The mom doesn't need to go, well, I disagree with that. You're all wrong. Hmm. (laughs) Come on. All right. It's not like she's disconnected. Yeah, it's not like she has no clue and she's making it up. If Gwen walks in, the baby's in the bedroom screaming, and the two of them are on the couch. Right. Then then there could be some intervention needed. Right. But that's not the case. No. You can even see Yara looks like an excellent mother. Yes. Hmm. But Jovi's leaving for work in a few weeks. That's going to be a problem. Right. If she's got to be around the mom. They probably had a good plan. COVID doesn't happen. Yeah. Jovi goes to to wherever he's going, right? One month on, one month off kind of thing. And she could go home. That was yeah. the plan. And she looks distraught that she can't. Yeah. And then she's going to be stuck there. Right. Because of COVID, she can't really be going out because she'd have to take the baby. She has right. nobody else. So that's tough. Yeah. I'm sure you can do a lot of order it in, but you'd have to go. It'd just have to be tough. Well, and you know how many newborn doctor's appointments you have. Mm-hmm. You're in and out all the time. Yeah. Especially if there's any kind of issue with weight or anything like that. At least you have Ubers and stuff like that now you didn't have. Right. Probably cheaper than ta- a taxi. Yeah, and you can't drive. I think Jovi, in the preview, Jovi gets on Yara and says, like, uh, you know, I can do this. I don't need you bossing me around. <laughs> so... He'll learn. The poor fella. You know? <laughs> really. He doesn't get it. Maybe he will. Maybe he will by the third one. <laughs> then he'll get it. After three, they'll do it. Hmm. Kalani and Asuelu. This was kind of fun, right? Kalini yeah. comes. Yes. Kalini comes to the house. I think I saw on social media this week that um, Kalini kind of took it pretty hard, meaning people were just pounding her and pounding her. I can't believe you are like this, and you're so critical of them, and you're so rough on Asuelu. And she she responded with, look, I'm on a 90 Day Fiancé show about people getting married. What do you want me to say? Well, she could say something supportive. Who would do you want to watch that? Wouldn't that be boring? It'd be oh, this is like Brandon and Julia. So it's made up. No, I believe it's real. It would be like ch- what Charlie said. What Charlie said to Andre, she right? Just says everything she thinks. Yes, Charlie just comes out with it. And I think she does too. She just doesn't put the filter on. Right. Because I don't know that anything she said is that far out of line from the truth. It's just not something you'd want somebody to say. When you see that Asuelu is at least putting effort in. Right. You'd like to support him. Right. You wouldn't like to chop his legs off when they say we're looking for a house. Yeah, that was messed up. That was a bit rough. Maybe what it is is is, is 
Maybe it's the attention that she gets. Maybe she just piled it on a little too thick. Because, I mean, we talked about it. That first house they went to see, they must have just showed up at that place. I don't yeah, think it was. A, I think it was just a, a nearby neighborhood, right? With a um, An, model home. Yeah, and somebody sitting in there right. who shows it off to people. It wasn't the realtor didn't take them there. Right. They're not going to see a house that they're not qualified to get to look at. Yeah. Th- that model home was different. Yeah, when you meet a realtor and you say, "I'm looking to buy a house," they pre-qualify you before you start because they're not going to waste their time right. taking you around to places you can't afford to buy. Hmm. That's not what realtors do. Realtors, like Becky, take pictures of their butthole on OnlyFans. That's what they do. That's what realtors do. At least in Florida, that's what they do. Maybe not in Utah. Yeah. Is that really what she did? Yes, that oh is it. Gosh. And Charlie and his wife, yeah, oh together. What? Yes, on, yes, doing together things on OnlyFans. Oh, my gosh. What together people do. Oh, my gosh. Right. Things, that's I guess, first. that Brittany does. Oh. To keep boyfriends. Oh. That kind of stuff, I believe. Great. Yeah. Boy, but Kalini, she comes in with both barrels. They have breakfast, and she's just firing away. I, this is what I wrote. I wrote, just as it was happening, that awkward stare. I said, Kalini starts everything with an awkward stare. They're just looking at each other. Yeah. Then, she at, does do that. at breakfast, Kalini comes in with both barrels and follows it up with wine and her orange juice. Yeah, that's what she asked for. And then Kalani said, well, is cooking wine the same as regular wine? She said, I'm, I'm willing to try. So, yeah, she was spiking her orange juice first thing in the morning. Gross. And then I wrote, Kalini goes in for the kill. <laughs> is what I wrote. I thought a Swaylu. Kalini kept coming and coming and coming. You know, it's risky to get a house if you might be getting a divorce. Yeah, what? What's with that? says, well, you remember what Asuelu says there? He said, this is making me feel uncomfortable. Right. This is when I went, I don't know you anymore. <sighs> Who is this guy? Because he would have just stormed off and walked off. Right. But he sat there and said, these are the things that make me uncomfortable. I don't like this talk. It's like, wow. He said, um... Kalini keeps pressing. She's pushing his buttons and then talks about even you know going and buying a house when all these questions going on. And she says it's um you know, it's risky for them to do that because they won't be together. Uh. And Asuelu says this makes this is what he said, and it's only in a simplistic way that somebody in broken English could say, said this when you talk like this, it makes my mood go in a different way. It makes me think he's in counseling. Right. Well, he has been in counseling. You know. Kalani. It's use your words. Right. Kalani trumps everything with why would you want to buy when you can rent? Because you're wasting your money. You're flushing it down the toilet. That's exactly what. So not only that, Asuelu understands finances. I have a feeling that's from like low. Yeah, probably. I would assume that they understand that. That's really what it is. Why give your money to Chuck and Charlie, right? Right. Why give it to Andre? When you could be buying something. You could be buying something yourself. Investing in your future. Hmm. The um, I think you said it, or or he, did he say something about being around these three women, or was that you that said something about that? 
I think he did. Yeah. You can really understand if Kalani, Kalini, and and her mom are together and he's in that house. Right. How tough that has to be. Right. He said that. He can't catch a break. I mean, where's he supposed to go for support? Volleyball is where he goes. Right. You can almost understand why he does that. Right. He's great with the kids, too. Yeah. And he even, um, what was it? Um, he smelled a dipe that his kid's butt. Yeah. And said, I gotta go. This is bad. <laughs> and he took another whiff then. Kalini was just tough on him. You know, even if they can afford it, doesn't mean they should do it. And she even says something about how much money they make. I don't think the money's happening too much anyway. Like, wow. Yeah, she's harsh. Yeah, she's tough. And not giving up. I'll be honest, I never really liked her. Mm. She had snubbed her nose at him from the beginning before she even met him because she acted like she was the kid's dad. And she seemed jealous that he was coming to take his place in the family Mm. and replacing her because she'd been a stand-in dad, she said. So that's messed up. Mm. I'm sure they're all pretty happy. They all got to hang out together. And I think Lowe's probably not around a lot. Right. It seems that way. He must work out of town. I'm not sure what he does. Probably travels or something. Speaking of not together a lot, Angela... And Michael, <laughs> unfortunately, after the surgery's over, Michael won't be able to pull on her boobs anymore. Oh, what was with that? I thought, pull on him? What does he do, milk her like a cow? I have no idea. I don't understand. I don't get this. Yank I'm not sure. Or something? I don't know. I'm just, I'm trying to picture sadly, this. yes, that's the sad part of this. And I hadn't done it until you were just talking about milking, but I hadn't really pictured Angela. So at right. some point, at this point, I'm picturing Angela on all fours. Oh, God. And Michael milking her like a cow. Oh, and uh, my stomach. Don't, don't I, mean, I don't know if it's, that, if it's the hamburger talking. <laughs> or I'm not sure exactly what it is. But don't I, visualize that. But I'm not feeling so I good right against now. against it. Angela's supposed to take a liquid diet. So what is, a, what is tell me, you, you being the, chicken noodle soup the medical ordered. professional that you are. What is a liquid diet? What would be a liquid diet? Broth. Broth would be a liquid diet. You could even do jello. All right. But it is not chicken noodle soup full soup. of big noodles, is... chunks of chicken and chunks of vegetables. That is not a liquid soup diet. Soup is soup. Soup is liquid. <sighs> yeah, let's just have pasta fagioli. And she's just complaining. <laughs> Yeah, pasta's liquid, right? Pasta fagioli is soup. Yeah, that's good. Chicken noodle soup. And she is mad about the soup. Complaining. This is horrible. This is the worst stuff ever. (laughs) Broth is liquid. You you didn't notice what she's drinking. But she's got... Is a liquid diet... Are Cokes also included? Like if you're supposed to go in for surgery, are you supposed to have a couple of Cokes? Uh, I don't think so. I think you're supposed to have water, nothing with caffeine. Yeah, she's got... (laughs) She's got two cokes out, and this this um, chicken noodle soup. I think you can do water. That, it looked like tea. she was almost like holding her nose and eating because it was so bad. Yeah, that was very overly dramatic. Mm. Yeah, this is right. I just don't understand her. Last week, all the surgery was about her being sexy and looking young and 
trying to be that what sexy meemaw. This week, it turns into it's all about her health. Yeah. I get it. Uh-huh. I get both. It can be. I guess this is where something can be two things. It's impossible. It's possible. Well, it could be two that whichever reason was her main reason, the other one helps her convince herself yeah, not probably. to be afraid. She's yeah. trying to, you know, talk through the benefits. Right. To, to not be scared and chicken out. Her, she seemed like she was pretty close to chickening out a couple times. Yeah. Her friend came again. That was awkward. You know, as awkward as it is me imagining Michael um, milking her, whatever she was doing to herself on the bed made me very uncomfortable also. As she's, obviously she didn't have a bra on. And she's just manipulating her five-pound pendulous <laughs> pendulous breath is what she's doing all around the bed. I just felt uncomfortable. I really felt uncomfortable. <laughs> and they're five pounds a piece. That's pretty big. Yeah. I thought that the doctor said 50. She'd lose up to 50 pounds between the stomach and her boobs. I would assume that if they take half of her boob out, then... Well, that's still got to be milkable, right? <laughs> you could still milk a two and a half pound boob, couldn't you? Heck yeah. Yeah. So she was talking about exam and massaging. And... Oh, that was awful. Yeah. I couldn't believe that she played it up like that to Michael. She was trying to make him go off. She did it on purpose. She did. She, she said she did. And Michael does the opposite. Right. When he talks about stuff and she gets angry. And he's so accepting and whatever you need, honey. And then she gets off the phone. She's like, he's so mad. He didn't want me to do this. He didn't say any of that. She did that while he was on the phone. She said, I can't believe that you have turned all of this about the size of my boobs. Now she didn't say anything. She sprung this on him. He's sitting there. He doesn't know it's coming. He's Has he ever been for any surgery? No. It's not like he's for the weight loss surgery and against the boob surgery. Right. He's against the weight loss surgery and against the boob surgery. Right. Both. I don't want you to do either. And she goes, oh, I can't believe you. This is all about my boobs. Uh, like, huh? It, she, she orchestrated that whole conversation yeah, because our, that's not what was happening in yeah, the actual conversation. The clips. I mean, she turned it on him. Why are you so mad? And he's been mad about the surgery. You saw it at the tell-all. Right. He was mad. Yeah, because she was doing it without even considering right. his thoughts on it. Right. The clips that we saw don't support her position at all. No. And then Michael talks with I, that's his brother. He said he was one of, I didn't even catch how many. Like 20 or 18, 30 or 50. One of 50 kids. Oh, that's I don't know what it is. That's a lot. But they're convinced that Angela, now that she's all sexed up, that she's going to be all thin, that she's going to be out on the prowl. <laughs> and men are going to be approaching her. What? I don't think she's going to be hunting for anybody. Uh, Although, I don't know, after the way she talked to the doctor. Yeah, I, she'll be out showing everybody her boobs is <laughs> she what she'll be, be doing. doing. Look at this. But, look, if Danielle can get a guy. <laughs> he is know? the perfect guy for yeah, her. Yeah, it is. So, stay. I guess stay tuned. This is a, uh, we'll be talking about Danielle on, on Inside Scoop. So, stay tuned for that. But what would she do? What would Angela do? If Michael was talking like that, what would... Oh, she would flip out. You think Angela's going to would approach a guy in a grocery store or at a restaurant or something? If she saw some guy that she thought was cute, you don't think that she would... I'm sure she would. Right. 
You remember what she did when Michael sat her down with those three ladies? Yes. Oh, my gosh. That was horrible. She didn't stay there a minute. Nope. And she told them Gone. off. Right. And yeah, and the, the wedding's off. Angela's mad because she can't get Skyla on the phone. But you see who she got on the phone? Psychic Tracy. Oh, my goodness. She said, and this is probably what made me angry. I don't get angry a whole lot. She said that she'd call off the surgery if Psychic Tracy said something that... But she won't do it because Michael didn't want her to do right. it. Right. That's not enough. But Psychic, Psychic Tracy is enough. The preview for that is Angela out in the cold in... You remember that, I guess. We Didn't we? Who did we? Who did we get plastic surgery on, and they were out? Who was that? Somebody. Oh, it was uh, uh, Larissa. Yeah. And what was the dude's name? I forget him now. Eric. 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 Yeah, Eric. The one time we saw Eric be all vulnerable. Yeah. Which is probably just to show. He was peeking through. Yeah. The curtain. All worried about her. Hmm. He's probably worried about his finances. Right. She milked him dry. If she didn't wake up, he wouldn't get his money back. Yeah. Did <laughs> <laughs> they insurance? Maybe there's insurance for stuff like that. I don't know. So that's it. I don't know. This isn't the best. We are bigger fans of The Single Life I'm than we are. I'm a huge fan of The Single Life. And it's life. over. It's a great show, and the there, rest of it pales in comparison, Yeah, there better honestly. be. Yeah, so here's what I have to say. I'm sad that Single Life is if over. You, if you don't have Discovery Plus, or if you do, and you haven't been watching The Single Life, just binge. Go ahead and binge right it now. It would be worth $5 a month just to watch that show. Right. I mean, I paid, what, $20 just for a season of... Um, yeah. Wayne Calls the Heart from Amazon Prime because we don't have the Hallmark Channel. Right. So, I mean, it's nothing to pay $5 a month to see that show. And there's so much more there also. Sure. And uh, while you're at it, go $7 a month and don't have any ads. That because is, that, that is premium. That's the best benefit. <laughs> that is great. So now, even... So what would be worse? Look, I don't want to complain. About nine, a 90 Day Fiance show. This isn't the best group. These aren't people we necessarily want to see. Yeah. So the what's worse about this would be sitting through commercials, waiting, right. I don't know, whatever, two hours and 15 minutes from start to finish. Oh. That would be, it, I would not be happy. Yeah. But here on Discovery Plus, you can get it with no commercials and then you can blow right through it. Right. And so it gets kind it's, of. The, it's not just that you can fast forward through the commercials. It's that there are none. It's one scene it to just the next. Keeps going. You to go to the bathroom or get something to drink. You, you actually have to pause. It. <laughs> There's no bathroom break or it's anything great. like that. So that's it for this week. Inside scoop. We are going. We'll talk about the single life stuff. Um, I think that's pretty exciting. It is. It's good. It's been great, and it'll be even better. Yeah. So, like I said, by the time you get this. You just start binging on it, and then by the time you get to the tell-all, you'll be right. We you'll be so excited. We now know there is going to be a tell-all for it, and That's so it cool. looks quite juicy. I'm going to say it's the biggest tell-all yes. I think we've. You're probably ever in going a, to experience in a long time. Yeah, I'm, I mean, it's still it's it. It will be. This is this will be the best tell-all ever. Yeah, it's going to be really. Maybe great. they've learned and finally doing this right. So we'll see. We've got Paul and Karini, Jeffrey. We've got some of the Russian ladies. We've got Jovi in the news and his and Gwen. Baby girl Lisa is what we've got. Oh. Not just not just Danielle and Molly and Colt and Ed and Brittany. You get all that too. So stay tuned.
You've been listening to 90 Day Fiancé, Coupled with Chaos. If you'd like to hear more from Kelly and Steve, look for their other podcast, Coupled with Chaos, in any podcast player. If you have any questions or comments, they can be reached at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. They can also be found at Coupled with Chaos on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.